What's up everyone and welcome to episode 52 of the Justin Insight Podcast. My name is Tim Backbeck, I am a writer, I am a lover of films, music and wrestling. But most importantly of all, I am your body and vehicle through this podcast. Um, I want to start off by saying a massive thank you to everyone who has checked out all the episodes since the turn of the year. Uh, we seem to be getting a lot more traffic to the show, which is absolutely awesome. So if you guys can keep sharing and whatever, subscribing, rating on iTunes and hopefully we'll just get bigger and better and yeah we'll 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 keep going at it I'm really proud of how well this is this little project that I thought would go nowhere has ended up going for over a year and we've got some awesome guests line up for the early part of 2018 which is awesome um I swear these little monologues are getting shorter and shorter at the moment but I just seem to be kind of consumed by work so I don't really have anything majorly exciting going on that I can talk to you guys about but um I did watch the Super Bowl which was awesome Philadelphia Eagles won the first for the first time ever uh Nick Foles was an absolute machine so yeah that was a really cool uh fun game to watch um but yeah apart from that I went to the ballet it was okay wouldn't go again well I'd go to the ballet again but I wouldn't necessarily see that show again it was just a bit, bit boring um but hopefully things will start pick up in the next sort of few few weeks uh gonna see Jamie Lenman uh next yeah next Sunday um then a Munra in Bristol I hope might go and see half male tea party in between I'm, I'm not too sure but yeah got got a cool few cool things lined up so Hopefully I'll have a bit more to, to tell you in the upcoming weeks. Um, but yeah, that's all I've kind of got to really say about this week. So let's get straight into this week's guest, uh, or guests, should I say. Um, and we're back to the kind of full band formula for, for this week, uh, as I'm joined by Chris, Ollie and Simon, the trio that make up Yotnar. Uh, caught up with the guys when they were doing a little weekender with Cassis. Uh, they played in Bristol, uh, sorry, Bristol, Brighton. Uh, at the Cowley Club, so caught up with them. Obviously, talked about the band's origins, uh, talked about the the Colchester scene, where they're from, um, and how there's kind of admiration amongst band members for for what each other do. I, I'll leave it at that because you'll see what I mean. Um, so yeah, please sit back, enjoy my chat with Yotnar, and I'll see you on the other side. Like, I've got a video on my phone of me trying to film a bit of a fight that spilled out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. And one, one of the, the phone just flies out of my hand because one of the women just jumps from the top of the bar just across my fucking face and it just <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Cool. Um, so we're outside the Cowley Club at the moment with Chris, Simon, and Ollie from Yotnar. Hello. Um, played Norwich last night. How was that? Really good, wasn't it? Well yeah. attended. It was. Well, it's pretty, it was. It was pretty packed. Nice well, little room. Yeah, it was really, really uh, cool. Cool atmosphere in there as well. Solid gold performances all yeah. round. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it was a good gig. Well, as I as I briefly said, like the show's called Ju- uh, Just an Insight, so it's kind of an insight into your past to present day. So uh, we'll go kind of round the circle. So tell me, guys, how you've got into sort of alternative music in the first place. So Chris, if we start with you. Oh <laughs> fuck. Um, 
alternative music. Yeah, it would be it would <laughs> like, be, like it would be going to like upper school um, and get just getting Nirvana. Yeah. See like friends, older brothers and sisters would have CDs that they then borrow and then they'd lend to you and you'd make tapes. So I would just have like a Rage Against the Machine album on one side, Nirvana album on the other, and like a Green Day tape. And that, that was it, yeah. really. So I, I suppose, like, just before New Metal, and then I totally got um, sucked in by New Metal. Yeah, yeah I think, I I think that's a, a, proud a, path, of, you know. a common a common path. <laughs> Which oh, we yeah. still listen to all yeah, the way to like, most gigs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> quite a good party mix. The Soulfly yeah. second album yeah, last that's, night. Oh, that's that's right. Right. Yeah, I, primitive, I, yeah. I went back to the uh, self-titled Soulfly the other day, and it no, doesn't, doesn't hold up. Oh, it doesn't hold up. I find that hard to believe. I saw them at Ozfest on that first album, and it was amazing. I saw in 2001 and Corey Taylor from Slipknot came out and did uh, Jump the Fuck Up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, at yeah. 14 Mate. years old, that was, uh, blew my mind. That was great. Ollie, how about you? How did you get uh, to uh, Heavy metal, really. I had Maiden um, and Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And then... Yeah, worth uh, saying at this point that Ollie is substantially older than Simon and I. <laughs> <laughs> substantially. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, well, the same as everyone, really. Just someone somewhere passing an album on to you um, yeah mine was Guns N' Roses Iron Maiden Power Slave and what then like your, mates, your dad's mate took you to see your first Joe gig. Satriani was it oh, Wem- nice. at Wembley it was fucking Wembley Arena mate and I was fucking when, when they came on just the volume of a gig was like fuck yeah yeah um, so yeah heavy metal and yeah. then like and then I got into the Sex Pistols and stuff and just punk rock and um, that was that. And oh. Discharge, and that changed it. What about you, Simon? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Simon? Um, well, my my family's pretty. <laughs> my family's pretty musical. So okay, like, cool. from an early age, like my dad wanted me to learn guitar. Oh, nice. But then I guess it was probably around. I was around ten or eleven, and I started watching uh, WCW. <laughs> nice. Am I going to get done for like advertising? No, or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pushing it, it's really good. It's it really good. Exist, Considering it doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, you're all right. That's a good point. Yeah. Only on the um, WWE Network. Yeah, which exactly. is like what? Nine nine nine. Mate, that's, yeah, that's no, it. They could stitch me up. Right. Um, but like, I remember getting this CD, and it was uh, WCW Mayhem. Okay. And yeah, it yeah. had Slayer, Metallica, Limp Bizkit, nice. Cypress Hill. Nice. Insane Clown Posse, Megadeth, all this sort of stuff. It's and not, that, not that, a bad intro into. And that was it. I kind of wanted to learn how to play these really sweet entrance things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that well um, you kind of said your, your intro into kind of picking up uh, an instrument was obviously dad and sort of mm. through that so uh, Chris and Ollie how did you kind of finally sort of get into playing music yourselves I just really uh, f- for before I really got into metal or punk or any of that I just w- really wanted to play the guitar and that that is probably just due to my dad yeah. all the stuff that he would play at home and in the car and uh, before I was even buying stuff for myself, he was buying me like blues collections oh, nice. and Pink Floyd and and Jimi Hendrix and uh, so I just really wanted to play guitar. So I got an acoustic yeah, when yeah. I was I think 11 years old. I think that's kind of a gateway for a lot of sort of guitarists. Yeah. Isn't yeah, yeah. So that the instrument came before I got into anything uh, even approaching Weird. what yeah, we yeah. kind of play now. But um, so yeah, I uh, I got an acoustic and then I think about three years later. I, 
I was allowed to get an electric guitar. Like one, <laughs> you know, like one of those. Yeah, well, this is like when I don't have my own money, you know, yeah, my own yeah, income. Yeah. I'm like a child uh, without a job. So, and it was, it, I think it must have been one Christmas. I got one of those Argos, my first guitar, electric guitar things. Yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. made of fucking balsa wood and uh, <laughs> like a re- really shitty amp, you know, from Argos. But that was, yeah, that was a game changer. It's black. Copy black. It was a Fender Strat copy, black yeah. with a white scratch plate. I just covered it in not even stickers. I would cut out um, yes. band names from copies of Kerrang, like, ad- like adverts for stuff. Oh, and I remember, no. bef- before I even was into the Melvins, cutting out just the word Melvin and sticking that to my guitar, because that was my nickname. At, um, well, it still it is, is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It still is. Yeah, yeah, the electric guitar is the fucking best instrument in the world. Definitely. Yeah. And Ollie, how did you get into drums? Uh, well, I, I played guitar first oh, okay. for, for quite a few years, and then I uh, probably started playing drums. Like, well, I always played drums at school, like for a giggle. Yeah. But I never had, I never, <laughs> had, I never had a kit or anything. So I started playing drums like properly, probably ten years ago, maybe. Band the yeah, I, I always like played a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, no, nothing exciting. My father the same. Yeah. Just wanted to play guitar. Um, <laughs> So yeah, did you like, kind of just fall into doing drums then? It wasn't yeah, it was a necessity to yeah. like form a band. Yeah, yeah. Um, for like just with other friends and that. There's so many um, people can play guitar. We were, like, so few like, people can play yeah, drums. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I think that's and anywhere. It was, like straight away, it was like yeah, I had like loads of options to join a million bands purely because I played an instrument that not many people did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you're, like, um, you're like gold dust everywhere. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. <laughs> uh. Well, because uh, before we get into uh, you guys obviously forming your house, yep. from, from Colchester, so what's kind of like the. Just growing up, what was the scene like there? Was there kind of much of a, a sort of like punk metal scene at all? It's always been like. It's always been pretty reasonable for uh, quite a few years, I would it say. Has like the last probably 20 years, I'd say there'd be <coughs> some sort of burgeoning yeah. punk or metal Because there was like a guy locally. that I went to uni with but he wasn't really well he, when he was younger he said he was into like new metal and stuff but when I knew him he was into like rave stuff and stuff. but you said there used to be like a church or something that used to have like I, w- I work there and it's still oh, a okay. venue yeah it's called Colchester Arts Centre oh nice and uh, I think largely the reason that Colchester has had in some in like in any form a decent scene consistently for 20 odd years is because of Colchester yeah, Arts Centre. Yeah. Whatever else comes and goes, the art centre is, is there. And uh, there's a guy called Stafford who's a uh, bassist for Extreme Noise Terror. Okay, and yeah. so he's he's always booked like not not just like big stuff like um, Steve Harris's British Lion, mm. but when <laughs> when I was when we, I was getting Huge. like 17, 18 and really getting into Doom and Stone Rock and stuff, the art centre was putting on stuff like Ramesses and yeah, Monster yeah, Magnet. Yeah. And I think it was a I think it was a Ramesses gig, yeah. long before I knew Ollie, yeah. where I would have seen one of Ollie's bands, okay. Sweet Zombie yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, what a name! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a real like scrappy band. hardcore band, yeah. weren't it? Yeah. I think yeah. that was mine There's as well. There's always been like lots of, lots of like, and it is the art centre, <coughs> yeah. best venue in the world, I would say. Yeah. Not that I've been to many, but certainly in the UK. <laughs> but, but it un- is. Until, it l- until a is. year ago, we had a um, waiting room. Yeah. yeah. Which, and me and my partner, we're putting on gigs there once a month at least mm. um, 
and I'd, uh, yeah, that that was yeah. So there was more. There was a bit more of a scene then, just because we had regular. <laughs> yeah, well, all, all eyes are on me. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's that case. It's, yeah, but that was with, with losing that space. You lose the. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That that that, yeah. that was a bit of a, a dream because they gave you kind of complete freedom to do what you wanted. Not mm. like putting on a gig at a pub where it was like you can't charge on the door or they're a bit funny because it's too loud or yeah, it's too yeah. fast or whatever. The waiting room was like a proper DIY venue. And uh, yeah, just holding out for another one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but the art centre's always been there, and that's the fucking bastion metal, of yeah. Colchester yeah. Of yeah. metal and alternative weird stuff. Yeah. Well, if we get into to your now, like, it's, I think it's quite funny that we're doing this interview in Brighton because the first time I saw you guys was in Brighton. Was uh, it? Um, Last Chance to Dance. Oh, so, yeah. is that the one that um, Celeste? Yes. Yeah. So that was the first time Fuck. I saw you guys. Didn't really obviously know you then because I think we met properly at Temples. Yes. Yeah. But obviously, like, I don't know, like, if you talk, how did you guys kind of form the band and what was kind of the, because obviously, as you said, other other bands prior, so how did Yotnar come to, to fruition? I, I lived in a, in a flat um, near the station, the train station in Colchester. Yeah. And uh, one day, on, my, on a day off, I saw Chris walking yeah. around the car park <laughs> looking to locate a flat to view. So I was like, instantly got up out the balcony, waving him down, all right, mate, how you doing? And he's like, I'm coming to view a flat. And it was literally the one opposite mine. Oh, okay. And I'd kind of known Chris just a little while, it's a really. Because <laughs> he'd been putting on one of my other bands recently, oh, at the time. And then he came, got the flat, and then we started hanging out more and more, and we just, I think we got drunk one night and said, should we just start a band? I know a guy called Ollie who drums, and he's up for getting down the studio. Yeah, you'd, had, you'd had one practice, <coughs> I think, with Yeah, we had, no, like that's true, yeah, coming. we had, yeah. You said, we'd been I'm trying this DB band, yeah. and I think I said, is there any room in that for like black metal? <laughs> <laughs> and you went, yeah, definitely. Definitely, yes. And I went, oh, well, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, it was quite easy, really, wasn't it? And then get you down there, and then that was that. We were just like, yeah, let's carry on doing this. Yeah. And because, obviously, the music that you guys play, obviously, you've mentioned the kind of black metal influence, but there is that kind of punky, hardcore sort of edge to it. So has that kind of always been something that you've had in your mind that you wanted to kind of smash the two together, or has it just been a natural evolution of of how the sound has come about? I don't like... I guess just because of that conversation... We, it started saying like oh let's do some D-beat stuff and some black metal stuff but I, I, don't, I, th- I like to think that it's always been a bit more of a mixed bag yeah. than that mm. and I think d- back yeah. like me and Ollie had known each other for a few years and we'd like meet up at house parties or whatever in town get drunk and say <laughs> let's do a D-beat band like Discharge yeah. or Disrupt or something like that and um, yeah it was that was always something we loved and, yeah. and obviously Chris loves that as well but then, yeah, the idea of chucking in a bit of well, anything else really that we would love that we could blend. Yeah. That was, yeah, it was kind of open really, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. And obviously with you guys being a three-piece, the, the the one that kind of thing sticks out when you see you guys live is obviously the no basis. Yeah, he never so comes. So he's just still in Colchester. Yeah, he's lazy. <laughs> but was that... Was it a case that you, you tried got people out and it just didn't work, or no? We never tried anyone because no? uh, it was really casual. The w- like, 
I don't I don't think we did it with a view to like let's do a band and r release this and do this. It was just, just enjoy let's go and play some stuff. Yeah. And then I don't know, it it was got it went on for a while a before bit, we were yeah. like, Well we don't have a bassist <laughs> And then we were like, Well, do we need one? Like it sounds good, we think. Yeah. We're playing like uh, drop A sharp, which is really low, so there's naturally a bit more bottom end there anyway. And I don't know, it's probably just as much like don't want someone to disrupt the yeah, yeah, chemistry no, of our little loving. There was no like, point, was there? It got to a stage where there just wasn't any point having another no. person around us. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of settled with each other. It's hard really. enough just making yeah, this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had throw another one. We settled things. with each other, and then that was that, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. I, like, I, hope, <laughs> I hope it's not needed sonically. I don't know. No, I, we still I don't, don't know. I don't we still think it is. don't and know. So. Obviously, like recorded is not something that's missing at all. It's just yeah. I, I don't know. I just thought of an interesting. Loads, loads of people do think that we're, we're like who haven't seen us or don't know anything about us think that we're like struggling on for that gig without a bass player. Like, <laughs> like, good, like good on us for making yeah, it yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think like nowadays. There's loads of bands without bass players. I was going to say, like, yeah, yeah. Prime, yeah. prime one that like are pretty good friends of mine are Let It Die. Like, it's yeah. just bass, dr <coughs> uh, sorry, guitar, drums, and vocalist, and they make a fucking hell of a noise. Yeah. So. yeah. But um, something I wanted to sort of ask you guys because obviously, I know this sort of first kind of thing of 2018, but your name, I don't know, it's weird. Like, it's one that I see sort of here and there on shows, and people kind of well, it might just be people that I know are sort of always sort of oh sweet you and I are playing this but you're quite limited in the shows that you do I mean that in the nicest way but is that just because of like other jobs other like commitments and yeah. stuff like, yeah. 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 <laughs> we would like nothing more than to, to f fucking gig all the time yeah. rehearse all the time <coughs> and, and I'd say yes to every uh, every like gig offer that we get but uh like I have to work evenings and weekends. Ollie is the same. Uh, Ollie's got a f family, and it's just like you c you've got. We've we're, unfortunately we just have to make it fit around. Yeah, yeah. Fit around <laughs> that, and um, and we all do other bands as well. So that's a that's you know makes it slightly more difficult. Yeah. But it's you, we're just we're just restricted by like our our lives. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I like my Getting job, but I would I would rather <laughs> do yacht yeah, yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, you know. It is though, isn't it? It's like yeah. you have you've got to go to work and yeah, got to, yeah. Well, because yeah. you mentioned the other bands because weirdly I kind of stumbled across your other band, Chris, by accident because yeah. again you were playing a show in Brighton. Yeah. And uh, me and which my, one was it? Well, which other band or which gig? Which gig? Uh, in the Meadows, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh fuck! Was it the Arabrock one at Bleach? Was it? No, no, it was an all day or at Sticky Mike's. Oh, with uh, Trusty Exhibit and yes. Torp, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. um, me and my ex went along because we wanted to see Art of Water, <coughs> yes. uh, and then yeah. we were like, Best band in the world. Woo! Isn't that Chris on stage? So we kind of stumbled across it by accident. But you've mentioned obviously other bands that you guys are in. So <coughs> is there ever kind of when you're writing music that you're sort of writing for Yachtnar, but accidentally stumble across things that could work in other bands or vice versa? Like if you're writing, I did it vice versa. There's a there's a Meadow song and a and. Um, I wrote it like not long before we started doing Yotnar, yeah. and it is a Meadow song, and we'd still play it, and it's great. But every time I do, I'm like, that's a Yotnar song, really. <laughs> I just didn't have Yotnar at the time. <laughs> <And then laughs> Yotnar's it... come along, and it's good. Na you, it's nice to have like 
or, you know, fairly distinct sort of like avenues for your material. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> do you guys find that at all, Simon Ollie? That you, or is it? Just I've only you just joined his other band. That's oh, true. okay. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have no comment on this at all. Um, yeah, not really so much with um, my other band because um, it's a bit more. I don't know, doomy, sludgy, bit okay, a, bit, sure. a bit slower, instrumental. So you can kind of. Uh, it's going to get a bit quicker, probably. Chug it a Yeah, it'll just be, you know. <laughs> no, so it's not really something I ever worry about too much. Yeah. Um, maybe in the past a little bit more, but I don't. Yeah. Not not so much these days. I think he has more of the, yeah. the difficult job being in another fast band. And with <laughs> kind of, I don't know. Like, I've already mentioned kind of like the crossover with with Yona, but like, what do you guys? So when you come to sort of the writing process, what what kind of influences do you say you like you bring to the table? Like, is there anyone? Is it sort of things you're listening to specifically at the time? Yeah. Is it stuff that's happening around the world, or is it just? Yeah, because now I keep I keep writing stuff that sounds like fucking Smashing Pumpkins. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's just like yeah. Or I we literally don't. We do. We do. I think we just write. Yeah. What is what is naturally coming through, but as a yeah, consequence yeah. of what you've been listening to. So it's like yeah. you don't think I oh, like oh let's write a Smashing Pumpkinsy bit. It's just like <laughs> that's seeping out of you, and it's undeniable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listening to loads of it, and I don't know stuff like Deftones, but then I, I think there's like classic rock bits in Yotnar and oh, like. I don't know touches of all the sorts is, because there's, it's there's, yeah there's so much it doesn't really matter now like what comes out it yeah. just as and when it does yeah like the black metal st- the black metal like tag is sticking and that, yeah. and that is fine but I, I'm I'm hoping that the event that will that will just fall off naturally well, by the wayside because it's more of a that's the thing like I've, pot now. I've never kind of seen like obviously there's black metal <laughs> influence in there but I've never really kind of seen you guys as a black metal band sort right. of thing but, but I guess I don't know as you say that like people like musical tags so as soon yeah. as they kind I'm of I'm not against it at all that's just like no. it's just e- it's an easy way for people to navigate like unheard of <laughs> obscure fucking music yeah, and there, yeah. there is a bit of black metal in your and if that's like for the time being that if that's an easy way for people to get into it then that's a, a good thing isn't it yeah. you know yeah you don't want to be like you know make, make up your own genre that's a you know Post black, yeah, metal exactly. TV like all, like or. who gives a shit about that? <laughs> you know, you get pe- people send around like, um, you know, press packs and whatever, don't they? And they put a really like, kind of um, obtuse, pretentious description about their band, and it's like that doesn't help anyone come and see you who hasn't heard of you. Yeah, yeah. You just need to put like four fans of. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, I don't know, Dark Throne. Smashing pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Too right. Just put for fans of Dio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, you're on this weekend with with Cassis. Obviously, first kind of thing of 2018. But have you kind of earmarked anything else for for the year? Like any recordings, any more sort of tours, or is it just playing things by ear at the moment? Well, we are going to record again uh, very soon. Hopefully, as soon as possible, won't we? Um, so Full length EP. EP. And so we've done we an album, yeah, and that's ne- so nearly ready to yeah. come. Yeah. So the next thing we want to be quite another EP. They've got like four songs pretty much down, haven't you? Or ish. Yeah. Cheeky cover maybe. Um, but we do want to sort of yeah record a bit more. Yeah. Well, that'll be it for this year. But that'll be quite tidy. An album yeah. and a little EP, and then see. We kind of want to just keep writing keep going, songs. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. So, yeah. They've got so many While songs, so Let's many songs, 
and now I'm sure they'll just keep coming all year. Shin but we rips. found this guy that's just <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just it's true though. Like a disease. Greatest guitar players in the UK right here. Serious. Serious. Yeah, but you've heard, you've heard it. You've heard it. So yeah, we found this guy that's like re- going to be really easy to record with. So we'll probably just use him for, for quite a while. Horse yeah, War. Horse yeah. Called War. Another, another like that's that right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of around Berry Way, isn't it? it is, but yeah, yeah. Um, so he's safe, and uh, we had fun recording with him, and we'll do it again yeah. very soon. Nice. So we yeah. have got a few gigs booked in. Yeah, we do. Already, yeah. Which we do. And we, we, we are going a River, which is yes. fucking yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, Tim, you should come. I really yeah. want to, but it's, it's good. like, I'm in where I live, I'm the only person that goes, well, prime example, I've travelled here on my own today. Where do you live now? Portsmouth still. Oh, okay. But like, so, nobody travels anywhere for gigs, so yeah. if like, I'm just about going to Miss the Stars because I'm going with uh, Darren Nolan. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to go to Fluff again this year, but that's because all of my friends from Bristol go to Fluff. Nobody from Portsmouth goes anywhere, so it's just sort of like. Right. <sighs> so if I could, can find a way to get to Crimea River, I will. There's but... like a Facebook group for all UK people going to Crimea River. Oh, is there? So yeah, I'll send I'll send you that. Yeah, and then people organise lifts and stuff. And yeah, pick up people on the way through. Because once you've got that sorted, it's like it's like twenty euros yeah. to go to that festival. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like? Obviously, I've never been, but like I remember. Um, a friend of mine went like when it kind of first started, and it, it, like ori- didn't it like originate in, like some these like back garden basically? Yeah, like yeah. That. I think that's Lars's garden, which yeah. is uh, where we ended up camping last year. But it it got a bit bigger and it moved out of his garden, and now they do it in like uh, last year it was like in a in a kind of big upstairs room of what is normally a youth centre, I think. Oh, okay. But he's done it before in like. Um, Weird, like rural social club yeah. hall, and oh, okay. just any space, and put a PA in it, yeah, and yeah. find somewhere for a load of punks to camp, and then, <laughs> and then you're away. Yeah, but it is great. It's such a fucking good festival, mm. it really is. But um, obviously, you mentioned album. So is the album sort of ready to kind of go? It's just a matter of yeah. getting it out. Sort of yeah, thing. we're pretty much there. Yeah. We've got artwork done. Uh, so yeah, just want to get it out there soon as. Yeah. It is ready, um, isn't it? There's like one weird tweet there, for Dave to there. get yeah. rid of. He basically just needs to delete the first two seconds of a song. It <laughs> 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 shouldn't be there. And then, and then that's then, it. Is it yeah, just yeah, you guys going, uh. Weirdly, it, it, it is. I don't know what. It kind of sounds like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Cool. Well, oh, um, it's all there. It's all ready to go, isn't it? It is. It is. Cool. I will round this up because I think we're all starting to get a little bit cold. Um, <laughs> How I like to end it is to kind of ask you guys what your favourite song is that you've written, but with oh, a bit of a great. twist. Uh, but so, what your favourite Yacht Nar song is that you like to play live? As I started going that way, okay. I'll go this way. So, Whoa, so you, wait, <laughs> I need more time. All right, all right, all right. Well, who, who wants to? Well, okay, who right. wants to go first? God, sorry, just off the bat. Off the bat. Okay. <laughs> favourite song we like? I want to oh. play live. I think. Live. Yeah, and why? I think oh. Ever Further Mark, because it's short. No, that, that's not the only. <laughs> that's not the only reason. Because I can just get it over and done with. <laughs> it's short. Uh, it's like really. There's lots of change. There's lots of different styles. All like kind of. Oh, sorry, I threw something at you there. <laughs> all thrown in together, and it's like done in like two, two and a half minutes. It's just yeah. I really enjoy it because it's super. It's really yeah, yeah. intense. Yeah, that, that's cool. And fun to play. I'd say that's my one. Yeah. Cool. 
Well, we're playing all new stuff, so people won't know any of these songs, will they? But there's no. a song, oh yeah, that's a new there's one. There's a song uh, called <laughs> "Spit the Taste." If I'm yeah, right yeah, in I was saying, say were well, yeah. yeah, I was. Sorry, and um, yeah, it's just it's really, it's thing. really fun. I like playing a DB, and it has a nice little, little punchy, it's the final riff you almost have, sort of it? like power violence. Like I've treated it as a power violence song for some reason. Really? Sort of I like structurally, <laughs> like stru- I structurally. Like, I think it's like a, a screamo DB wonder is how I think so, of it. Going yeah. back to genres. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, no you know, smashing pumpkins in that one. Not really. At all. No. I don't know. I like playing everything. More new yeah. stuff, to be honest yeah. with you. Perfect. It's the, the, the newer, the newer, the better. I still really. like playing the old stuff. Yeah. Battle with you guys on that. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, what about don't you? You can say the uh, same Hermit. Like. Hermit. I like yeah. playing Hermit. We normally f- finish the set with that because it's. It's got like I was going to say a built-in riff, but like two built-in riffs <laughs> right at the end. It's got oh, like yeah. two, two climaxes, and it ends with just a big fucking chug off yeah. with a slightly kind of <laughs> odd timing to it. And that's like that's really nice to get to that point at the end of a set where the riff is that good, but that e- <laughs> that easy to play. Do you know what I mean? That's the Great that's the dream. The that's the dream. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. just for the, just for a record. I didn't write that riff either. That's not what I mind. I did, didn't I? Yeah. There you go. No, but it's so easy to play and it's so satisfying. So that's and then and there's no vocals over the last bit, so it's even easier. So it's like it's a, nice it's a great exit. Yeah. Well. yeah. Brilliant, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Very thank much. you. Cool. Thank you very much. So there you have it, folks. Thanks again to Chris, Ollie and Simon for taking the time to talk to me um, and standing out in the freezing cold to do so. It was, yeah, it was a pretty chilly night that night. Um, if you're unaware of Yotna, really heartily recommend checking them out. They're fucking awesome. Um, they blew me away at the at the Cowley Club and they're just... The new stuff sounds awesome as well. So, yeah, go check them out. As always, you can follow what they're doing on various social media platforms. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com forward slash Yotnar and then on Twitter and Instagram it's at Yotnar um, as always I'll put the links in the description of this episode um, as mentioned in the chat as well the band are playing uh, Crimea Riverfest uh, this summer with some awesome bands uh, Young Parker on there Love Lust uh, yeah just lo- loads of awesome kind of Euro Screamo bands so if you're lucky enough to to be going to that check Yotnar out while you're there as well um and also they should have a record out by then i know they've had records out before but i mean like a full-length album so that's super exciting um and i'm really looking forward to to hearing how that turns out um you can always keep up to date with what we're doing here on the show as well if you follow us on twitter uh it's at just underscore and underscore insight um and as always if you're listening on itunes please hit the subscribe button, give us a little rate, give us a review, really does help, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Um, that's it for, for this week. Next week, I'll be joined by Dan Nightingale from uh, Conjurer. Uh, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me on the Justin Inside podcast, and I'll see you soon.